0: Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us MileHighSports.com. You can listen 98.1 FM, 107.5, HD three. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. Guys, I want to talk to you about a subject that is not easy to talk about. It's not easy to think about. The question is, what are you doing about it? And I'm talking about erectile dysfunction. Here's the deal, man. This is the place you need to go revive performance for men. Why they specialize in ED and they have something called gains wave therapy, which has the ability to be a permanent solution. Let me say that again, has the ability to be a permanent solution. It is simple. It is painless. There are no pills, which you have to wait like 30 minutes from what I've been told. And who wants to you know, watch a rerun of happy days while you're waiting to go? And I certainly wouldn't want a shot because I can tell you right now, that shot is exactly where you think that shot is going to be. Do it for yourself, but more importantly, do it for your partner because chances are she's been thinking about it and doesn't feel comfortable talking to you about it. And you probably don't feel comfortable talking about it either. Go to Revive Performance for Men. You can find them at rpm-colorado.com. That's rpm-colorado.com. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Rocky Mountain Forest Products, where they specialize in wholesale lumber to the public. Go to Rocky Mountain Forest Products in Wheat Ridge or go to rmfp.com. All right, let's go out to the hotline. I want to bring in our friend Chris Marlowe. He is the voice on television of your Denver Nuggets. How are you, Chris? I'm
1: doing well, Eric. Uh, How are you guys
0: doing? Uh, We are doing well. Listen, you are around the team every day. I can't even imagine what it's like. Uh, around the club right now, when you saw Jamal Murray uh, just crumble into the ground, and then you heard the news today, what were the first thoughts that went through your mind? Besides, obviously, you hope that the recovery is really, really good for Jamal Murray.
1: yeah, you know, I, obviously i was I was hoping uh, that it wasn't a serious injury because I didn't quite see it clearly uh, at the outset when he crumpled, but then when we showed the replay, I knew it was bad. Uh, I knew it was probably a a torn ACL. Uh, You're hoping for the best today, and today we got the bad news that it is a torn ACL, and so this is a major blow to the Denver Nuggets. I don't think there's any doubt about it, but I don't think it's the end of the world for the Denver Nuggets. I still think there's plenty of talent on this team. Uh, They've got uh, maybe the best player in the league in Nikola Jokic, and and some great pieces around him. And I think uh, uh, after the entire day has kind of moved along, I'm kind of in that forward-thinking mode now of uh, what can the Nuggets do to get better, how do they respond to this, and uh, where can they go?
0: You mentioned the great pieces around Jokic. Which of those specifically are going to need to step up the most, elevate their games a bit? to try to compensate for Jamal's loss?
1: Well, they played in the last four games without Jamal, and they won three of them. Uh, I think Michael Porter Jr. is the obvious answer. Uh, he's been scoring the basketball great. He rebounds really well. Uh, can he take it to the next level? Yeah, he's gotten 22, I think, in the last two games, and he's three of 19 from three. So I could see a scenario where Porter gets more shots Uh, He's been making 50% of his shots and and all of his threes. So I think he is going to be, uh, it's now a one-two punch with Nikola Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I'm expecting them to get 50 or 60 a night. Uh, I think Will Barton has has the ability to get 20. Uh, I think Aaron Gordon has that ability. I think he's got to be more aggressive offensively. And I think there are selected guys that on certain nights uh, can go, go off and get you points. Uh, I think P.J. Dozier has shown he can do that. I think Jermichael Green has shown that he has some scoring abilities. Uh, Monte Morris got 21 two games ago. Uh, so I think, I was thinking about it in this thing. If everybody on the team that's going to play can play 10% better than they have been playing throughout the season, uh, then I think the Nuggets have a chance to kind of, uh, by aggregate, make up for the loss of Jam- Jamal Murray.
0: We are talking with Chris Marlow, a longtime television voice of the Denver Nuggets. You and I spoke on the uh, phone this morning and asked you something, and I hopefully uh, had a chance to think about it. I don't want to go back to the days of you know Alex English. And, and those teams with Doug Moe. Let's talk about the teams that you and I have covered, specifically the 2009 team that went to the Western Conference Finals with uh, Carmelo Anthony and Chauncey Billups. They were close to getting to the NBA Finals. Of course, this, generally speaking, this group of guys almost got to the NBA Finals last year against the Lakers. And now you have the, this team right now with Aaron Gordon, and I'm going to include Jamal Murray. Of the teams that you have been around, when you look at this roster, if this team played last year's team in a seven-game series, and if this team played the 2009 team in a seven-game series, which team wins the seven-game series? Who's the better team?
1: Well, I'm just going to take part of that. I don't really want to compare this team with last year's team. Sure, that's fair. They're both great teams, but I would tell you that the 2008-2009 team, that team was loaded with talent. And they they had very balanced talent also. I mean, they had scoring with Carmelo and Nene and Canby, and they had defense with with Kenyon Martin and Dante Jones. They had a a solid bench. Uh, I think that team was a much better defensive team uh, than the the, the two teams of the last two seasons. I would say that. I think they were more experienced. Uh, They were gritty and tougher. Uh, So that's why I would favor the 2009 team in a a series against either uh, last year's team or this year's team. Now, this year's team, I think potential-wise, assuming everybody's healthy and Murray's, you know, everybody's at the top of the game, I think this team uh, more potential than those teams, Uh, but maybe not right now. I always kind of felt coming into the season, even after the Nuggets acquired Gordon, that maybe they were one piece away, another step away, a a three and D guy, a Jay Crowder type that could come in and lock down perimeter guys like Gordon. You know, with with that 2009 team, Kenyon Martin was a great big man defender. I mean, he could take on Dirk Nowitzki one on one and slow him down. And Dante Jones, yeah, he was great. Uh, you know, in, he was the, great. Uh, yeah, those early series. I mean, he guarded Chris Paul and yeah. shut him down, and the Nuggets beat them by fifty-eight. Yeah, in one game. So uh, I, I love that two thousand nine team. I, I think the two thousand ten team, the, the the year that uh, that George got cancer, that might been even a better team. Yeah, but unfortunately, uh, it wasn't a B. So. I think these are all terrific teams. I think I think the Jokic group is going to get better and better as they add more pieces. And, uh, you know, if Murray comes back healthy next year, 100%, and they can add another piece or two, uh, I think the sky is the limit for this team.
0: I guess maybe another way to put it, Chris, is since – I mean, I've been here about 16 years. I know you've been here probably just a little bit longer than me. But looking at all the teams that we've been around – I think people with Aaron Gordon's addition kind of looked at this team as maybe the best roster to win a title in franchise history. Maybe, but you're saying you think maybe it was that 2009 or 2010 team.
1: Well, they just had less players back then. And I almost think that the rosters, you know, they're, they're kind of built now for 17 players. And I, I think it's really a dilemma for head coach, Michael Malone, on who to play and when to play them, I, I think you had. There are a lot of talented guys on this team, uh, young guys that that have potential, veteran guys that are really good, uh, and stars. But when you've got fifteen guys that can play, it, it, it puts a burden, you know, on the head coach. So, uh, you know, it's hard to compare rosters. I, I think that's the moving forward. I think the biggest thing for Coach Malone is figuring out that second group I mean the starters are going to be pretty well settled uh it's either going to be Faku or Monte Morris starting with Barton and, and the other four uh the other three guys and I, I think that 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 is going to be a key but uh the second unit who plays what do you do with the bigs should JaVale McGee be in there uh when Barton and Faku or Barton and Monte is in there who do you want handling the ball you know, who do you want to be as your score? So I think they've got 18 games left. They need to figure that out quick.
0: What do you expect offensively from Aaron Gordon now in terms of potentially picking up the slack? it be because uh, you look at uh, the last few years, he in Orlando was about a 14.5 to 17.5 point score. He's averaged 11-3 since he came over. Do you think he helps fill that void?
1: I do. I do. And I think Aaron Gordon has been a terrific pickup. But I think that he is almost bent over backwards to try to fit in. Wants to be the good soldier. He's been very, uh, very unselfish, you know, trying to do the little things, pass, cut, rebound, defend, but they're going to need his offense and he can score the basketball. I mean, he's not a, he's not a 30 point per game scorer like Porter can be, but uh, you know, he's shown in a couple of games, he can get you 20, he can get you 25. So, I expect Aaron Gordon, yeah, to take on. It's kind of interesting, I think, how the roles now are going to evolve for the Denver Nuggets with the absence of Murray. Uh, I think uh, there are going to be some guys that that do step up, uh some with scoring, some with passing. Uh, I think another key for the Denver Nuggets is what's going to happen to Will Barton. You know, is Barton, can Barton be the star that he thinks he is?
0: Wow. And I know that sounds kind of funny, <laughs> wow. but he,
1: you know, Chris. He, he has got this karma about him. I mean, he looks like a star. He's got physical abilities to be a star. Yeah. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, he's just a little too uh, ball-handle heavy. And I, I think if Barton does the things that he's really good at, he can really help you. He can get you 25 points. He can he can he can get you six or seven rebounds. He can assist. He can play defense. If he's going to dribble the ball out of the air for 24 seconds and then try to take a turnaround corkscrew, uh, that, that's going to hurt the the Nuggets' continuity. So I think as we go along here, the the roles are going to evolve. I think Faku is going to have a bigger role. I think PJ Dozier has a chance to take a step up, and it's going to be—I think it's going to be kind of fun to see how how, how this team shapes up now. Uh, the stretch drive is on; and the playoffs are coming up.
0: Chris, I want to ask you one more thing before we cut you loose. And I want to ask you this—not as a broadcaster, but as a as an athlete, a guy who won a gold medal in the 1984 Olympics in volleyball. You were a terrific beach volleyball player. For those that don't know, Chris Marlowe's nickname was the Lion. Did you know that? I did not know it that. Was, it was the lion, because he was an intense volleyball player. And your blonde hair was kind of unruly, wasn't it? That, is that why you were called the lion, because of your mane? Uh, yeah,
1: big mouth, loud voice, long mane.
0: Right. Well, that, that's, I'm two-thirds of that. Big mouth, loud voice, and I have very little hair. But I digress. As an athlete, we look at what happened, and I, I know you're speculating, but I'm asking you this as an athlete who played at the highest level. Jamal Murray missed four games with a right knee injury. He tore his left a c l as an athlete when you are injured on one side of your body, is it just almost kind of normal to favor the other side where something like this could possibly happen
1: no i don't i i i I place no credence in okay. in, in, in that theory. I don't think it had anything to do with that. Uh, Jamal Murray just came down wrong, just like Danilo Gallinari came down wrong. And just like Joe Theisman was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Sometimes stuff happens and, uh, he, he's just unlucky. And I, you know, uh, I never had an injury, uh, where I tore up my knee. I did have several really bad high ankle sprains, ankles. Well, they were just called ankle sprains back in the day that, you know, one that kept me out for over a month. Uh, and that's because I, I came down on someone's foot. And so I just think, uh, you know, sometimes fate is the hunter, yeah, so to speak, and things happen. And, uh, let's hope that Jamal, you know, Jamal, one thing about him, he's a gnarly dude and he's going to attack, I think this rehab, uh, and try to come back uh quickly and, and, and try to, uh, you know, be available sometime next year for the Denver Nuggets. So, uh, yeah, unfortunate. Don't think it had anything to do with his other knee. Uh, he just landed wrong, and and that's the way I see it.
0: Well, I, I don't want to top you as an athlete, Chris, but uh, when I was at overnight camp, I was the tetherball champion, and then uh-huh. I suffered a high ankle sprain, and I had to give up my crown at uh, the age of uh, twelve.
1: Boy, so I can relate. That's, that's kind of weak sauce if you if you sprain your ankle with tetherball most people don't even know what tetherball is but i i do
0: there's a lot of jumping involved chris i mean you you think you jump a lot in sand playing volleyball but in in tetherball that that concrete is hard and if you come down wrong uh someone is going to take that ball over your head spin it around and before you know it you're out of the tournament i mean you you smell what i'm stepping in right it
1: sounds like someone got the best of you in tetherball. Yeah, well, stepped in in something
0: well I, did, I did not step on somebody mm-hmm. else's foot. It was a freak injury, kind of like Dan Marino with his Achilles. Chris, yeah. thanks so much for your time, thanks, man. Chris. Hey,
1: great being on. Thanks a lot. Fellas. Appreciate
0: it. Chris Marlowe, Altitude Sports and Entertainment, the voice of your Denver Nuggets. Coming up after the break, well, those Atlanta Falcons, are they going to surprise everybody and take a quarterback? Wow. You listen to their new GM, they might not want to trade out of that number four overall pick. We'll explain next. So hard to keep her satisfied. Oh, can't play.